Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think Different Theory, baby. That's what we do. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty. And guys, oh my gosh, we made it. It is almost the end of 2020. It is Christmas Eve. Uh, tomorrow is Christmas, which means... We're eight days away from the end of the year. Pretty crazy, pretty wild. Um, and what a year it's been. Oh my word, as you guys can see, I'm all decked out in my Christmas gear. Check this out, ready? Got my, uh, for those of you listening on audio, I have a green hoodie that says, OMG Santa. Uh, I'm all uh, decked out in Christmas gear. I've got my red Santa hat on uh, here today. Um, but what's interesting is I actually I, I actually wanna take this podcast uh, a little bit of a, a different way here today. It's, it's Christmas time. And uh, it's, a, it's a time to really reflect. And, and for me, what's, what's interesting is like, I'm a Christian. And um, you know, so um, what the holiday, specifically Christmas, uh, represents for me and for Christians around the world and for, for people that uh, believe in, in, in Christianity uh, is fundamentally different than for a lot of people that you know, are not religious in that, in that sense or that worship a, a different God, which um, I totally re you know, respect. Uh, how do I say this? Let me back up. I totally respect different people's beliefs, right? Um, and actually, I'll get into that here in a second, but back to the cold Christmas thing. Christmas is a very, very special time for me. Uh, very, very special time for Christians and, and for people that uh, are, believe in Jesus because uh, it celebrates the birth of, of Jesus, right? The, the birth of our Savior who... Um, I, I believe, and, and Christians around the world believe, you know, came and they died on the cross. He died on the cross for our sins, and um, you know, took, took took away the sins of the world. And so, uh, him being born is a very very special occasion. And uh, there's different Christmas traditions and things that we do. And I wanted to kind of take this time to kind of open up about uh, my background with Christianity and a little uh, shed a little bit of light into kind of my journey uh, in in my religion um, because I don't think uh, many people know it. And I've, I've talked about the fact that I've had struggles and that I've gone through my own uh, my own struggles with with faith and with religion or whatnot, but I don't think um, a lot of people really know uh, the whole story. And I'm not going to go super, super deep, but I kind of want to give some context around this and um, really, really kind of shed some light on uh, why why Christmas is is so significant and so important and why I love it so much and um, why why it is about celebrating the birth of our Savior. And it's literally this thing that we get to celebrate. And, and because of this, like between Christmas and Easter, like those two holidays are like the reason that the world is saved. It's the reason that we have hope for for our future and 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 when we die, like you know, we're going on and being able to spend eternity with Christ and with God. And um, so I kind of want to just um, shed a little little bit of light on uh, my background um, with this. And so um, because I have a like I said, I have an interesting story. I actually walked away from the faith, uh, or I walked away from the church, I should say, um, with that. So uh, let's dive into that. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, we're just gonna cut cut, cut right over to this uh, and kind of dive in. Um, but uh, oh, before before I actually, well, yeah. Um, before yeah before I before I kind of dive into this, I, I do want to say and I want to preface this by saying. I, I very, very much respect religion. I believe that um, religion, like I know there's a lot of controversy about religion. I think, I know a lot of people think religion is awful and terrible, but like I, I really respect anybody that's truly committed, not the hypocrites, not the people that live one or say one thing and live another, like, you know, not, not the horrible. I mean, there's horrible church leaders out there and horrible people on all levels of faith, but I'm talking about people that are truly, truly seeking God. I genuinely believe that that is a good thing. And I, uh, regardless of what your religion is, whether or not I agree with it, I respect that. And, uh, I've, I've had the, you know, fortunate opportunity to study a lot of different religions. I've studied uh, Christianity and Mormonism and Catholicism and, um, and, um, you know, Buddhism and Hinduism and, you know, th things of that nature and um uh, and even atheism and and I respect I respect the the search for for truth and I respect the search uh, and the, the commitment to religion um 
it's funny because I've often made fun of religion uh, or, or the traditional religion that we think of. But regardless of what you believe, I, I want you to know that I respect that. I'm a Christian and I believe that Christianity uh, is, the, is the right religion, if you will, or I believe that Jesus is the way to heaven. Um, but regardless of whatever it is that you believe, uh, I'm not here to like massively impose my faith on you or saying like, this is, like you must do this or listen to this. But like, I believe that uh, Christ calls us to go out there and to, um, you know, to spread his word. So I kind of want to back up to a little bit of my story here and why I'm passionate about this and, and why Christmas is so awesome and just uh, reflect, reflect on this. Um, so I, I grew up in a Christian household. Uh, my parents did not grow up uh, religious or, or did not grow up Christian, but they became Christian uh, Christians um, before I, you know, like before, I, think, I think it was before I was born or right around that time. So I grew up in a Christian household. It was a new Christian household. Um, and um, my parents... Uh, they, they genuinely really did do their best, but they were very, uh, or not, not, but, and, uh, with that, um, because it's a first time Christian, um, they were pretty strict on things. I grew up in a, in a very strict household, um, especially when it comes to faith. Not only was I, yes, like literally in church every single week and uh, very, very involved in the church, but like, I mean, we had some pretty crazy, uh, rules that we lived by. And, uh, some people call it cult-like. Um, there were certainly things that seemed like that for sure. Um, but, I, you know, like I, my sisters had to wear dresses down to their ankles. When I was swimming, I had to wear a t-shirt. We couldn't listen to any, any music with a beat in it at all. Um, or anything that was secular, even like Christian, um, contemporary Christian music wasn't okay. Um, I mean, there were some pretty, pretty crazy and strict rules at, at times, but I really truly genuinely believe like now looking back that my parents did the very best that they could. They really genuinely tried to follow the Bible and they genuinely tried to, to, to teach up their, uh, their kids. I, I, I come from a family of eight kids. There's seven living. I, I'm the oldest alive. Uh, my older brother passed away, but I have uh, six younger siblings. And I genuinely believe that my parents did the very best that they could to teach us. But growing up, like you grow up in a Christian community, like all your friends are basically Christians, like, you know, because I was homeschooled too, right? Like, so the only people I ever hung out with or saw were like basically church friends. Every now and then, like when I grew up a little bit older in my teenage years, I had 4-H, but even then was like a pretty conservative. Everybody in 4-H primarily was religious of some sort, or at least church attending, right? And so you grow up in that and naturally, like you're rebellious. Naturally, you don't understand things. And so during like during the time uh, of, of growing up in, in a Christian home, like m a lot of our required reading for like school, because I was homeschooled, was studying different religions, was writing essays and stuff or writing things about the Bible or reading different things or um, memorizing things. I, I remember, I, I don't remember what class it was for, but like we would go through and literally like memorize books of the Bible and have to recite them back. And like that was our homework for, you know, different things. And it was great. Like I learned a lot through it. So I've I, you know, I was always in Sunday school and things like that. So like, I know the Bible very well and not just like, oh yes, I know the Bible stories about Noah's Ark and Jesus dying on the cross. Like I know pretty, pretty intensely a lot about the Bible just because I studied it so much growing up. But one of the things that as I got a little bit older and I'm a, like, I'm a very independent person. You guys know how much I love freedom. You know how much I love being able to make my own decisions. I don't like being told what to do. One of the things that I started finding in the church and specifically and, and like, with my parents to an extent, but like, I think my parents actually did a pretty good job of explaining um, why they did things. And even if I disagreed with them at the time, and even if I fought back on them or pushed back or didn't understand at the time, like I'm thankful for it now because my parents actually went through and provided context and they would always, like their decisions were logical, right? And they were logical in the sense that there was, they could always point back to the Bible and say, this is why we're doing this. And so even though I might like be like, well, I don't know if that's what the Bible says now, or I don't know if that's really what that was. You know, I can at least tie it back and be like, okay, they believed this and that's why they had me do this. And that's why I'm very appreciative of how my parents taught because even like, yes, they use the, tr the trump card of a parent, right? But like, you know, you will do what I say because I'm your parent. But like, they also explained a lot and we had uh, a lot of you know time in that. But 
um, as I grew and as I got more involved in the church, I started noticing, um, yes, hypocrisy for sure in, in some, you know, in some areas, but I think we all have that, but more like there was this, I didn't feel like I fit in. I felt like, actually I, I'm leaving out an important context here. I was kind of rebellious. And so once I turned 18, it was kind of like I had the freedom to do what I wanted. And so I actually left my parents' church and went to my own church. I went to this other church. And by the way, I, I love the members of that church. I'm still friends with some of them today. And you know, I'm very appreciative of that. But like, I also realized as I would go and I would ask Christians questions and like, I started becoming very inquisitive, especially when I started, you know, like think different, think different. like I started asking questions about things and I wasn't getting answers. And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to single anybody out here. I know every you know Christian and every pastor and every church has their own problems. But like at that time in my life, I needed someone to come alongside me and explain why we lived this the, the way that we lived or why we followed the things that we followed or why there were so many rules about different things and why I was such a terrible, awful person for having a tattoo or, and like just like crazy different things. And I kind of really went into this rebellious state. And because mixed with that and growing up in a, in a household where money wasn't abundant. Like I, I wouldn't say that we're poor, but like all I wanted to do was just go out there and get rich. And so whenever I would talk about my goals and aspirations, I, I always felt like it was like, well, that's not what God would want from you. God wants you to trust him for your money. Or when I would ask him about certain things, like I always just got pushback and I was always like the, the, the problem child. I was always this, this kid that was getting into trouble or I was, you know, saying the wrong things or like I would ask these questions and it was like, do not question the doctrine, right? You will do what it says because this is what the Bible says. And it's like, well, okay, but why? Right? Like, why are we doing those things? And it made me really, really frustrated to the point where like I had, you know, really intense conversations where like, you know, uh, uh, the, I don't know, wasn't one of the pastors, but one of the leaders of the church like came and like talked to me about it. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why what I'm doing is a problem, but nobody's telling me like why this is. And so from there, I started having more and more problems with the church. And I started really kind of like tuning everything out and not really listening to the core message because what was being delivered to me was these rules. It was rules and restrictions and you can't do this and you can't do this. And if you do this, you're gonna go to hell. And like, Jesus loves you, he really does, but don't do any of these things over here. And there was this just confusion and there's like really conflicted, like really conflicted me inside. And then I became an entrepreneur. And so I have my first taste of freedom. And I go through this process of like, okay, now not only am I like, I don't have a boss anymore. Now I'm responsible for my own, like my own life. And I'm like, well, I listened to God growing up. Am I like, we didn't have a lot of money. I listened to God, like growing up, you know, I did the tithe and I did everything. And like, we still had, you know, like we're stressed out about money all the time. And everybody in my church, like there wasn't a whole lot of like super wealthy people in my church. And I'm like, maybe God just doesn't want me to be wealthy, right? Well, I'm like, screw that. I don't think there's anything wrong with being wealthy. I want to go make money. And so it was kind of at that point where I really started shifting away and not, not giving up on God because I definitely always still believed God was there. But this sense of like, I don't need God. Like, yeah, God, you're there. Thanks for creating me. But honestly, your way of living kind of sucks. And like, honestly, it seems really restrictive. And honestly, it seems like there's a bunch of people in there that are gonna judge people without even really getting to understand them or seeing what they went through. And like, really like 
I was kind of about that life. I'm like, I'm going to go get rich. I'm going to go take responsibility for my life. And my religion, if you will, became the hustle. It became how can I make more money? How can I become successful? How, like, how do I go out there and build a million dollar business and then a five million, a 10 million, a 20 million? Like, how do I go and do that? And that became what I was obsessed with. It became my religion. And I walked away from the church and I left the church and I, like, I still had the Bible and I still fundamentally believed that the Bible was probably true, but I never took the time to actually just read it to go look for my problems. I wanted somebody else to help me with it. And I never, like, I just kind of put it on the back shelf. And I went and I started a business and I made a bunch of money and I was miserable and I was depressed and then I was happy. And I, it was this roller coaster ride of emotion. And then I went and that religion became mindset. And then mindset became my religion because I was like, man, if I could just fix my mind, then everything will be working. I'm gonna make more money. It's gonna scale. It's gonna be. And so like, I, I lived this life for about a year or two of, I don't, God, like, God thanks, but I don't need you. I can do it by myself. And like, what's crazy was, is I saw, as I looked back, I saw so many church going people. And I was like, what, why are you sitting around praying to God for money? Go out there and make it happen. Like I didn't sit around and pray to God for money. I sat around, I mean, I got my butt to work and I went out and did it. Like if you want something, go make it happen. And so Christianity and God seemed to directly conflict with what my goals were seemed to directly conflict with what it was that I was trying to accomplish. And it seemed like this very restrictive, judgmental place. And I didn't want anything to do with that. But I did, deep, deep down inside, I still fundamentally believed that there was a God out there. And I didn't know if it was the God of the Bible. I didn't know if the Bible was the only way at that point, but I absolutely believed in God and I would have called myself a Christian, even though I wasn't living in that way. And then as I, there's so much that I could cover here and I'm trying to figure out exactly like what to say, like what, what needs to be said and what can be left out without going, cause like I could go for hours and hours and hours on this. But like in 20, I'm trying to think, Kyle died in 2019. So in 2018, I started really getting into mindset. And when I started really getting into mindset, I started getting into quantum physics and science. And I started studying all about quantum physics and all about how, how it worked. And this concept, I mean, if you don't know what quantum physics is, it's pretty fascinating stuff. It's basically, there's scientific proof and there's scientific um, reason to like, yeah, actual evidence and proof that like, um, you can actually be like a physical object, like a table or you or a computer, like whatever, anything that's physical, it can be in a physical state and an energy state at the same time. And so this like fascinated me because then it started to explain how all the world was connected. And it started to like explain energy sources and fields and how like stuff could technically move faster than the speed of light and how, you know, you know, leaps and bound, uh, leap light years away could be accessed instantaneously, like all these crazy things. And that started getting me into like wisdom and knowledge and like learning about like, like tapping into the knowledge of the universe and kind of things like that. And my mind started to be open to this stuff. And my mind started to realize that, okay, maybe, maybe there's some scientific explanation for some of what God is talking about. Maybe like the whole, like we're all connected stuff that you know, is talked about in the Bible. Maybe that's actually, like maybe there's actual scientific evidence to back that up. I still believe it came from God, 
But now I actually had tangible things that I could look at and I could research. And so this started opening up my mind because I wanted to understand God. I really wanted to understand this higher power and this higher purpose. And so this started to fascinate me. This really started to go, and I, I, I went all in on it. I bought books on it. I'm looking at my bookshelf over here. I've got books on quantum physics and on and just traditional physics and how it all fits together. Uh, um, like, uh, there's a book called The Science of God, and, and, and basically it's, you know, that quantum physics is the science of God, like all sorts of crazy things. But I didn't really tie it back to the Bible at this point, right? Here I thought I could figure this all out on my own. And then Kyle died. And then, yeah, Kyle died. Kyle was my older brother. He was uh, 29, and he died in a helicopter crash. And that, like, really, really rocked my world. And it, like, really, really shook my identity. It didn't even shake my identity. It broke it. And, like, all of a sudden, this person that I thought I was that was entrepreneur focused and it was entrepreneurship over everything. It was how fast can I get to hundred million dollars? How fast can I be rich? That wasn't there anymore. It was broken. It was shattered into a million pieces and I didn't know what drove me. I didn't know what I was doing in life anymore. I didn't know how I was making decisions because when you study mindset and you study psychology, you realize like everything that we do is out of identity, everything. Our identity controls 100% of our actions. I'm not going to go into that, but like that's, yeah, that's how our, our bodies work. And so when my identity was broken, when I was shattered, all of a sudden I wasn't this entrepreneur anymore. I didn't know what I was. And I showed up to my brother's funeral and there was like a thousand people that RSVP'd. And even though there was an absolute blizzard, like literally the most snow that, that Denver had seen in like forever and the wedding or the, and the, the funeral had to be moved to a different day and like everything, like still hundreds of people still showed up. And I watched this like person after person after person after person got up there and talked about the impact that my brother had had on their life. And many of you don't know my brother, but my brother was, um, my brother was, yes, he was involved in politics, but he was very much involved with people and with religion and with God. And he wrestled with a lot of the things that I wrestle with now when it comes to God, but like really like studied, like even much, much deeper than I did philosophy and, 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 and religions and, and just all these different things. And, and he was so focused on how he could just change people's lives and just show the love of God and like to people. And I watched it like, that was the thing that like, that like had changed so many people's lives. And there I am, I'm sitting there, my identity is broken. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. I have a business partner. We have this pretty successful business at the time. I mean, like uh, my brother died in, in, um, in March and in February, I think like our, our, the revenue that the company did um, was like, I don't know, it was like 70 grand or something like that. 50, 50, like it was a pretty successful company. Obviously we had employees and stuff like that, but like I was doing pretty well with that company and like I didn't, couldn't move. I was just frozen. And like my whole identity had been shocked and I, I looked to God and, and like I remember when I first got the phone call from my, my mom that my brother died, like I just looked up, like I fell to the floor. I was just obviously just in tears. And I like looked up at the ceiling. And I was like, F you, God. Like why the F would you do that? And I just got started yelling at him and I just got so upset and so mad and so frustrated. But what was interesting was the very first place that I turned was God. Like I still did that. And it, as I went through this process of, you know, going through the funeral and burying my brother and like going through that, like I found myself looking at God for answers and going, why did you do this? Like, why would you let this happen? Like how, how? And to make a long story short, the rest of that year, I mean, 
I, I, I define 2019 as the year of searching. I ended up selling my company, uh, getting on a plane with my now fiance. We, we went for a world trip. I just needed to get away. I just needed to see perspective. I just needed to understand. I just needed to figure out how this whole life thing worked. And so we did, we went and, and we saw, you know, like a lot of poverty over in the Philippines. We were in Australia and the Philippines. We had, we had plans to travel a, 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 a lot more than we did. Um, my, my fiance got sick. Um, we had to cut the trip early, but during that time, like I was just searching and searching and searching. And, uh, I remember like being over there and like reading about the different religions and reading about like the love of God and how your life will change when you have a personal relationship with your creator. And the Bible talks about this. They, they said that God, that God wants a actual relationship with you. He, he wants to know you and understand you. He wants you to know him. And he actually cares not just about the general population in public, but about you, about me. And I remember sitting there being like, okay, I want to have a personal relationship with the creator who created me. And I want to have that with, with who, whoever it was. I don't care if it was Christianity was right or Hinduism was right or Buddhism. I don't care which one it was. I just wanted to have a real relationship with whoever it was that created me. And during that time, I is a week, week or so process of going through and really diving down deep into this. But like, I got to experience God and I got to experience what it was like to like really hear and feel God speak to me and, and to, to feel that love and to feel that level of connection, like deep, deep down inside of me. And as I opened up the Bible and, and I'm going to cut a long story short here, but everything that I read, everything that I studied, everything I did led me back to the Bible. It led me back to Christianity. And even though I had left the church at the time and wasn't really active in it, even though I was, you know, struggling with my own things and trying to search this out, that moment, that, that time from where I was over there, where I was traveling was this, this experience and this knowing that like, oh my gosh, there is a God out there that loves me, that came down and died on the cross for me, that wants to spend eternity with me. And like, like I said, I can go a lot more into details on that, but like when you have that experience and I don't know how else to experience it, except for, I mean, maybe if you've been like, just imagine like being just completely in, feeling the love of somebody for you, like just completely, completely feeling loved and completely overwhelmed with love. Like that was this feeling. I remember I actually, I posted a picture. We were over in Australia. There's a picture of me um, uh, hanging down. I, I don't know, I can't find it. Um, but it's on, I think it's on Facebook uh, somewhere, but it's like, there's this purple tree and I climbed up there and I hung down, I took a picture of it and I actually posted it. And I'm like, I know that not everybody believes in God. I don't remember the exact caption, but it was like, I know that God is real because I have felt him, because I have experienced him. And because I know deep down in my heart that he is with inside me. And, and it was at that moment that I was like, okay, like I, I want to dedicate, like, I want to dedicate my life to like really searching out what God wants for my life. And when you understand and when you really start looking into it, as I did from that point on, that there is a savior out there that is connected to infinite wisdom. God, I don't know whether it, like, I don't know how God looks or how it's set up or where it is or what heaven looks like. I don't claim to know any of those things, but I know that there's a God with infinite wisdom out there and that we can go and take all of our problems to him and that there's infinite wisdom, there's infinite knowledge, there's infinite understanding, there's infinite love, God is love, and that the whole entire universe revolves around that and that we have a choice to have a relationship with him and that he loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins, to take away the sins of me, of you, the world, and everything. And like that person 
that lived on this earth, that lived perfectly, that went on to die on the cross, that's whose birthday that we're celebrating here on Christmas. That's what Christmas is about. It's about worshiping and celebrating and being thankful and just being overwhelmingly thankful and having a celebration to say that, I believe the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that Jesus literally came down and was born to save us, to save me. Now, I wouldn't say I'm the most religious person in the world. I certainly wouldn't, like I'm not a every week church goer that you know, can't miss it all and letter of the law, Bible believer. But I absolutely believe in God. I absolutely believe in the God of the Bible. And I absolutely believe that he has the power to completely change our lives, to save us. And that we have a choice on whether or not we want to spend eternity with him. And that he loves each and every one of us. And I know that I'm sure, well, I don't know. I'm sure that the people in my old church and the people that, you know, just told me to follow the rules and stay in the box, I'm sure they meant well, but that's not Christianity. That's not God. That's not the love of Christ. Because Christ will take you wherever you are, no matter what you've done, and say, I love you regardless, and I can take all your sins away. All you have to do is choose me. Like, that's what Christianity is about. It's about having a personal, personal relationship with God. And I believe God is going to speak to everybody differently. I don't know how, like, I don't know about the Bible. I don't know about, I don't know if, if Mormonism, like, people are always like, oh, Josh, you believe Mormons are going to go to heaven or not? Or Christ, you know, Catholics are good. I'm like, it's not, I don't know. I'm not that smart. But I know that I believe deep down inside that if you believe in Jesus Christ, that you're going to go to heaven. I believe that you're going to spend eternity with him. I'm sh- and so like, I, I believe that the path that you get to Christ and how you interact with Christ is going to look different for every single person. I don't think there's like only like one way to discover Christ. I think that Christ is the only way to God into eternity with him. But like, you're not going to, you're not going to just be a Christian or have your life changed just by reading the Bible or following some rules. You've got to have a relationship and when I stopped focusing on the rules and I stopped focusing on every little thing that I had to do or couldn't do or why it was evil, why it was this, and focused on having a real relationship with Jesus and real relationship with God and having and listening to him and talking to him and speaking to him and looking to him for wisdom, that's when my life changed forever. And I want to encourage you to go through and do the same. I want to encourage you to, to seek that out and to really, really seek out a relationship with that higher power who I believe and I know without a shadow of a doubt inside of inside of me that it is God. And I know that that's a bold claim. And you're like, Josh, how can you be certain? I promise you when you've experienced God, you know it. You know it. You absolutely know. There's, there's, there's a level of certainty that is undescribable. It's a, it's a peace that passes all understanding. It is a certainty that cannot be described. And um, I real, my hope for you is that, uh, that, that this holiday season that we remember that Jesus, I mean, I know it's cliche to say, but like Jesus is the reason for the season. The reason that this holiday exists, exists is to celebrate the fact that he was born, that the savior of the world has entered the world, that was born into the world and went on to live a life that 33 years later, he died on the cross to save us. And so anyway, I wanted to, to, to I know this is a, is this different? It's a different type of podcast. And uh, normally I don't talk about religions. And like I said, again, I, I absolutely respect all religions. I, I believe that uh, religion is a good thing. Um, I believe that there's evil people that are religious. I believe that there's evil people that uh, are hypocritical, um, that do some terrible, awful, horrible things in inside of religion. And uh, I absolutely condemn those people. I don't think that religion or God, I, I want to say specifically Christianity and, and a relationship with God was meant to be a bunch of rules. I think God gave us a, a book called the Bible to, to t- tell us how to live, to show us how to make wise choices. And, and it's like a guide through life. It's not restrictive. It's empowering. 
And when you understand that, like, if you follow the, those, those laws, if you follow those commandments, if you do those things that he's talking about, he's going to bless you for it. It's not there to be restrictive. It's there to be empowering. It's not there to hate on people. It's there to show you how to love people. It's to show you how to walk away from pain, how to deal with pain, not to put you in pain. And when you have that, when I had that perspective shift and when I realized that, hey, listen, like uh, the, the church that I grew up with or that I was a part of after I left my parents' church, like, I'm sure they're awesome people and I'm sure that they're amazing, right? But like, that's not, like, I didn't feel myself there because I felt like I was all being judged and put into a box. Like, that's not Christianity. That's not what God wants. Like, God wants you to go be empowered. God wants you to be wealthy. God wants you to go out and have the desires of your hearts. It literally says in his Bible, God will give you all the desires of your hearts. You have to go out there and you have to ask with your life. You have to go out there and commit to him. And when you do that, your entire life will be changed. So anyway, uh, like I said, I know this is a little bit different. I know that this, uh, you know, isn't on uh, exactly um, uh, a traditional podcast with this, but I'm pretty sure it's kind of on brand with Think Different Theory, talking about religion, talking about God. I want to invite you to uh, to to go to church uh, maybe this this year. Um, but uh, if, even if even if ch church is uh, maybe not for you um, or that you've had a bad experience with it, really, like, go get a Bible go pray, like go just really spend time trying to really seek out God and know that I'm praying for you, uh, that there's you know, people all around the world that are praying for you, for you specifically. And, um, and um, I know it might not seem like that, but really, it's really, really cool when you understand how it all works. So anyway, guys, I love you. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy New Year. I'm super, super excited uh, for the new year. What a crazy, crazy year 2020 has been. Uh, God bless you all. And uh, I will see you. I'm trying to think, do we do another podcast episode next week? Probably next year. All right, as always, hustle, hustle. God bless you. Don't be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. I love you all. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you guys next year. Take it easy, fam. Peace. <laughs>